That's enough of that, thank you very much. Greetings, brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome to another episode of the Innocence Redeemed Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Bergman, and today we're going to be talking about why do Christians celebrate Halloween? Actually, the topic is going to be a little bit more on why are you partaking in a pagan holiday that has to do with evil? You know, when I head to the store around my neighborhood, I see so many people who have decorations hanging up, they have ghouls and ghosts hanging in their front yard, which is, you'd be surprised how much we have been conditioned over the years to accept this as normal. And like in a lot of ways, there's a lot of things that are really not normal and not good for you, but many people don't realize it. Folks, we're going into a season now where every day is becoming Halloween, okay? We do not need to be giving it any more credibility. We don't need to be giving it any more credence. We don't need to be speaking life to it. We don't need to be participating in it. And that's what I hope to lay out for you today. I'm going to give you some examples of why, as believers, we should not be participating in it. And I really hope that this podcast is useful to you. I do have some other things I'm working on at the moment, but I felt that this was important given that it's coming up in a week. And I see just an example of that, like I was just saying, when I take a ride around and just notice how many people are partaking in that or watching, you know, horror movies or you know, getting candy, you know, when I go to the store, I see a special section just for Halloween candy. So it's conditioning our youth to do things that are wrong. And, you know, not just conditioning our youth, but a a lot of adults, they think it's harmless and they don't see how harmful it is and the damage it does spiritually. They don't understand what it's doing to them. They don't understand that by partaking in that, it is an evil spirit. And I don't know about y'all, but when I say it, that we're seeing Halloween every day, I'm noticing individuals acting more and more strange, very mechanic-like. I'm not sure what's causing that. I'm, I've been saying for the last year, everybody's been playing dress-up by putting on the different style masks and making it a, a fashion statement or a trend, which I don't agree with. I mean, we were made in the likeness of the living God, Jesus, and yet you know we're being conditioned to cover our faces up when they don't even protect us. But Have your own opinion where that's concerned, but that's how I feel about it. And so without further delay, let's give the examples of what Halloween is and why we should not be taking part in it. Now, the Bible does not specifically mention Halloween. Why? Well, because it was created by man, for one. I mean, Halloween, it represents paganism. It represents witchcraft. It represents demonic apparitions, murder, poltergeists, slaughter, and superstition. You know, in essence, it's all the things that are opposite of what God created for good. But man has taken what God has created for good and twisted it. You know, Genesis 1, verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. First John 1, verse 5. This is the message which we have heard from him and declared to you, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. You know, God did not create us to be something we're not. He didn't create us to run around acting like goblins. 
He didn't create us to run around being little heathens, being willing participants in paganism and reveling in it. You know, if you don't know what the word reveling means, it means to be enjoying it, to actually, you know, you're loving it. And in a way, it's sort of an idol, if you think about it. And God certainly did not create us in his image so we could choose to identify as a creature spawned of evil no more than he did not create men to act like women and vice versa. And, you know, that's another factor I was referring to when I said every day seems like Halloween anymore. I mean, I don't know about the rest of you, but frankly, I'm getting just a little bit sick and tired of the evil in this world. I'm sick and tired of the deception, the thievery, the trickery. And that's another thing, the phase trick-or-treat, quote-unquote. You know, the evildoers, they're controlled by Satan. They're the ones doing the tricking, and they're the ones doing the treating, treating off of what was created for good that we reap the harvest of, and stealing it. So, I mean, if you need an upfront illustration of the witchcraft, look no further than what's already happening. And that's what I mean by, you know, why would you want to participate in something that celebrates it or gives it any kind of credence when there's enough of that already going on? You know, I believe in the times coming, people are really going to come to an understanding. At least I hope they do. I pray they do. Because, folks, this isn't a game. We're in a spiritual battle right now between light and dark. And those who have more light in them, that's going to come forward. And those who have more darkness in them, that's going to come forward. And these kids, what they're doing to them, I mean, they're being sacrificed. And yet there's parents just proudly parading them around to collect candy and do trick-or-treating. And they see it as no big deal. It is a big deal. And you need to think about and really consider what you're doing. It's not cute. It's not funny, and it's not sweet. It's evil, and it's wrong. You know, Ephesians 5, verse 11 says, And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. And that's what I'm pointing out here, folks. Halloween is sinful, and it's conditioning to lead others into that sin, specifically children. You know, we need to look no further than what Jesus said when it came to children and those who lead them into sin. You know, Matthew 18, verses 6 through 7. But whoever causes one of these little ones to believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses, for offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes. You know, many of us growing up were conditioned to participate in these sins. A lot of us were deceived. We were deceived by Satan. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 14. And no wonder, for Satan himself transforms himself into an angel of light. I'd like to read to you guys an article I found on the Christian Post, Why Christians Absolutely Should Not Celebrate Halloween. And this is by Jamie Morgan of the Christian Post. She's an op-ed editor. Many Christians celebrate Halloween. Some churches and pastors even do. I recently saw a church advertising they were having a zombie run. Seriously? In God's house? The pastor does not celebrate Halloween, and neither does her church. In a spirit of full disclosure, when I was a brand new believer, I allowed my son to go trick-or-treating. Part of the reason was because my husband was not yet saved and insisted we do. The other part was because I didn't see the harm in it. After all, many Christians I respected did it. So as a new Christian, I justified that it must be okay, right? Wrong. As I grew closer to the Lord and gained more knowledge of his word, I began to feel convicted about Halloween. I had thoughts like, God is a God of life, but Halloween focuses on death. 
Should I celebrate a holiday where people decorate their front yards with tombstones? Number two, the scriptures tell us to put away deeds of darkness in Romans 13, 12, and that light has nothing in common with darkness, 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14. Is celebrating a dark holiday something a child of the light should be doing? Number three, I had been delivered from fear and panic attacks and knew that fear comes from the enemy. Should I participate in a holiday that has fear as its very foundation? Number four, witchcraft is clearly detestable to the Lord. As quoted in Deuteronomy 18, verses 10 through 13, shouldn't something that glorifies witchcraft be detestable to me as well? Number five, Halloween is a sacred high holiday for Wiccans, which that's, you know, the official religion of witchcraft. Is this a holiday Christians should celebrate alongside Wiccans? Number six, is it cute when we dress our kids like the devil, or for that matter, witches, ghouls, scary characters, etc.? Isn't it demonic? Number seven, what if my child dresses in a wholesome fireman costume? Romans 16 verse 19 says that we need to be wise to what is good and innocent of evil. If I let him participate in Halloween, even while dressed as a fireman, aren't I sending him a mixed message by allowing him to participate in a celebration of evil? Number 8. The Lord said in 2 Corinthians 6 verse 17, Come out from them and be separate. Touch no unclean thing. Doesn't God want his children to be set apart from the world and from sin and evil? Aren't we supposed to be peculiar people? Number nine, my extended family thinks it's ridiculous that we not allow our son to dress up for Halloween. Should their opinions matter to me more than God's? Shouldn't pleasing God be my utmost concern? Number 10, if there is even a question in my heart and mind that it might be wrong, shouldn't that be my first clue? Why would I continue to do so even with a lingering thought that it's wrong? Number 11, does Halloween bring glory to God? No, it glorifies the devil. So as a new believer, saved only two years, I responded to the conviction of the Holy Spirit, repented of displeasing the Lord, and put a stop to Halloween. And as a pastor, after observing firsthand the amount of destruction that the enemy brings into people's lives when they give him a foothold, I am even more convinced I made the right decision to close the door to the enemy and on this evil holiday. Setting aside a day to celebrate evil, darkness, witchcraft, fear, death, and the demonic brings disdain to God. Period. A Christian celebrating Halloween would be like a Satan worshiper putting up a nativity scene at Christmas while singing Happy Birthday Jesus. The two just don't go together. Jesus has nothing in common with Satan. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 14. And neither should we. So what do we do instead? Hide in the basement with the lights off? Hustle the family out of the house? No, darkened homes are the enemy's victory. Where does your light shine the brightest? In the darkness. Halloween is one day a year when neighbors come to your door expecting to receive something. So give them Jesus. Our family chose to give God the glory and the devil a black eye by reaching out to our neighbors with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, guys, I'm going to interject something here. Years ago, we got rid of a lot of Halloween stuff because... My family used to think there was nothing wrong with it. And we put them out by the trash on the street. And some little kid rode by and he asked, you know, hey, are you getting rid of those? Can we have them? And we said, well, they're going in the trash. But his mother came by and asked. And when she did, she proclaimed that she was a Christian. And we said, well, we're Christians. We're not celebrating Halloween anymore. 
And she said, oh, well, I am too, but I don't see anything wrong with it. You know, that right there, that testimony right there, that goes to show you just how deceived people are. You know, we're the light of the world. So we need to let our light shine among men that they may see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. You know, that's according to Matthew 5, verse 14 through 16. Continuing on in this article. So stop justifying why it is fine to celebrate this demonic, worldly, evil holiday. There are no muddled lines or gray areas about it. A committed follower of Jesus Christ should not celebrate Halloween. And guys, I'll go ahead and link to this article, so if you wish to read it, you can do so uh, by visiting my blog after this podcast is up. But the deceptions are many now, and we need to have Christ in mind. He is our Redeemer, and He is the one who will lead us. He will take us home, and our time here is coming to an end, sooner rather than later, whether or not we want to admit it. You know, there's already enough woes in this world, and we don't need to be contributing to any more to what's already wrong. You know, anyone telling you that it's okay to participate in celebrations of Halloween, they are greatly deceived themselves. You know, Paul told us, 2 Corinthians 6, verse 14, Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, and what communion has light with darkness? Think about that last sentence there, and what communion has light with darkness? How can you mix Christianity with Halloween? knowing now what it is defined as. You know, moving on in verse 17. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. And, you know, going on, you can cross-reference 2 Corinthians 6, verse 17, with Revelation 18, verses 4 through 5. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive her plagues. Note the plagues that we keep hearing about. Now they're just hyping up the flu and all these new variants. And we're heading into very uncertain times this winter, guys. You know, there's a reason that I put that forbearance podcast out there. You know, Revelation 18, verse 5, For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. You know, in contrast, let's review Hebrews 8, verse 12. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their lawless deeds I will remember no more. You know, simply put, if we've come to Christ and he's cleansed us of our past sins and iniquities by his blood and he remembers them no more, why then are we taking part in the things that we know are not of him, that are the opposite of what his word says? These are really things we got to think about, guys. I mean, to put it more succinctly, do we not realize to do so makes us look like hypocrites when we celebrate things that are not of our Lord? 1 Timothy 4, verse 1 through 2. Now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the last times, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. These people are hypocrites and liars, and their consciences are dead. And, you know, that verse right there, it speaks a lot of those who proclaim they are Christian, but they see nothing wrong with celebrating Halloween, or condoning or being complacent in other abominations. Isaiah 8, verses 19 through 20. And when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards, who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. Further, and to sum it up even more, you know, and really, 
this could be the bottom line where it comes to anything that is related to Halloween. Third John 1, verse 11. Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of God, but he who does evil has not seen God. In other words, why would we as Christians call evil good or innocent? It's the opposite of everything that the Lord says is good. Isaiah 5, verse 20. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness. What do you think Halloween's doing? And what would you say it represents? You know, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Oh, because they gave you candy, it's sweet, eh? No, it goes a lot deeper than that. The white van going through a neighborhood looking for kids, giving out candy, could be seen as good. Oh, well, they're handing out candy. No, they're out for your child, and that's exactly what Halloween is. It's like I said earlier, to sacrifice. You know, that verse from Isaiah 5 verse 20 is a perfect representation of why we should not celebrate Halloween or take part in it. And it further demonstrates everything as it is right now. You know, calling evil good and good evil. No, it's not. And neither is Halloween, for that matter. You know, Galatians 5, 19 through 21, which, you know, some of these are also representative of Halloween. Starting on verse 19. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, Halloween, sorcery, Halloween, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, also Halloween, envy, murder, also Halloween, drunkenness, can be part of Halloween, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in times past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, a lot of the Halloween movies, guys, they represent there's sex in them, or someone's getting drunk, and, you know, it's just derogatory, you know, the bimbo, she's running up the stairs when she should be running out the door, and she's screaming in agony, all helpless. And, you know, as Christians, it's not representative of who we are. We're not helpless because we have the Lord Jesus. You know, we're meant to do good. We're meant to be representatives of the Lord. We're not here to take part in things that are not of him. And that's what we need to realize. You don't go to church and then turn around and take your kids trick-or-treating or participate in watching, you know, cheesy horror flicks. It's ridiculous, and it's all sinful. I have no part in that. We're told not to touch no unclean thing. And speaking of being representatives of the Lord, whether you are in a form of ministry or not, we all have our part in the body of Christ, that we are representatives of Jesus, especially if we're going to be witnessing to others in these end times. You know, 2 Timothy 2, verses 19 through 21. But God's truth stands firm, like a foundation stone with this inscription, The Lord knows who are His. And all who belong to the Lord must turn away from evil. In a wealthy home, some utensils are made of gold and silver, and some are made of wood and clay. The expensive utensils are used for special occasions, and the cheap ones are for everyday use. If you keep yourself pure, you will be a special utensil for honorable use. Your life will be clean, and you will be ready for the Master to use you for every good work. You know, in other words, to sum it up, don't take part in Halloween if you're a Christian. You know, Deuteronomy 18.14, The nations you will dispossess listen to those who practice sorcery and divination. But as for you, the Lord your God has not permitted you to do so. Ephesians 6.12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, 
but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Halloween is representative, folks, of all of those things. You know, and think about it. Remember earlier to what I said about being cleansed by the blood and the sins remembered no more. You know, Matthew 12, verse 43 through 45. When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house unoccupied, swept and clean, and put in order. Then it goes and takes with it seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. That is how it will be with this wicked generation. You know, if you repent from something and you keep going back to it, it's like the dog returning to its vomit because it doesn't learn. And, you know, people have a hard time overcoming certain sins in their lives or breaking free of those chains that are holding them down. And the reason for that is because they say, well, I'm Christian, I'm Christian, I don't understand, I pray and I, I worship. And it's like, yeah, but are you taking part in these things like what I read from Galatians 5 earlier? Are you taking part in watching these films that I described earlier? Are you taking part in celebrating Halloween? You know, all of these things, guys, they are detrimental to your spiritual health. And if you keep allowing it, then like Matthew 12, you're allowing that spirit to keep returning and you never break free. And that's what you have to realize is so dangerous about Halloween. You know, some other verses that are applicable here. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. And they are, folks. These days that we live in, like I've been saying, you know, through all my podcasts, that's why I put them out there is to make you guys vigilant and help you realize, you know, many people always saw Halloween as being a time where it was just innocent and, oh, I'm dressing my kid up like a teddy bear and I just gave him a little plastic pumpkin to go around and collect candy. That's how it starts. It seems innocent enough, but it's still taking part in something that has a very dark meaning behind it. And it's a pagan holiday. It's full of witchcraft and that allows spirits. Much in the same way, you know, alcohol. It has, it's a spirit. It allows dark spirits in if it's consumed overly so. Be very vigilant in these times because they are evil. And again, we're seeing Halloween enough every single day. So we don't need to be contributing to that. You know, we need to be keeping our garments pure. We need to be repenting and finding out what the Lord wants us to do. We should not be taking part in what is opposite of the Lord especially in these days that we live, because that has repercussions, guys, and it makes it that much harder to break free of those sins we're trying to repent of. You don't want to be allowing in that evil. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 21 and 22. Test all things, hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. Titus 1, verse 15. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but even their mind and conscience are defiled. Brothers and sisters, allow not your conscience to be defiled. Stick to what's pure and do what is good. Do a heart check on what you know to be wrong and turn away from it. Repent. We know that our days here are short. We need to be spending our time doing what's good. 
doing what's righteous, not participating in evil. Brothers and sisters, it is my prayer that this podcast has been a blessing to you. May Jesus bless you. And until next time, have a great week.